gun Ramos looking like he's got one more good run Sips a little shaky But his heart is still true Oh how that dog loves hunting with me and you Sporting dog adventures run The Sporting Dog Adventures podcast is proudly brought to you by Soggy Acres Retrievers. Remember, everyone deserves a soggy dog. Welcome to the Sporting Dog Adventures podcast. It is great to be back on, and we haven't put one up for the last couple of weeks other than our Dog Talk Live uh, Q&A that we just put up uh, a couple of days ago. But I wanted to talk to everyone as we are nearing the end of the Wisconsin waterfall season. Now, since I'm no longer filming for the TV show, this will be the end of my season. Because I don't have anything planned. So I've got obedience dogs in that I'm working with. I'm going to go up for a couple of days the last week. Take down some deer stands. And honestly, just see what is around on the new property I bought that has been flooded for most of the year. That property has a lot of food on it. It's got rice. It's got arrowhead. I think, in my opinion, it looks like a migration stop. So I'm wondering if there's going to be birds up there. I'm going to go up. I'm going to scout it out, probably hunt it a little bit, and then hunt at our other property where I know there are some mallards still in the area. Not a great number of birds, but enough to go out and give me something to do. But we are looking at it now, and man, looking back, what a fun season that we had. Uh, My kids and I, uh, we shot a lot of birds this year. I should have probably gotten more birds. One, I could have shot better. So practice in the offseason will be on my list. Um, The other is I love deer hunting, and I really forced the deer hunt this year. I wanted to get a nice buck. did not accomplish that. Shot a buck. Uh, Clayton shot a buck and we shot a couple of does. We pretty much only eat uh, game meat uh, at our house, so we always use uh, at least at least three deer in a year. So we mission accomplished there. But our property was quite flooded this year. We had a lot of birds, and I should have honestly just enjoyed duck hunting and not forced the deer hunt because the deer hunt was just not there. We had some deer, but not like it would normally have uh, just because of the overall amount of flooding that we had. So next year, in years years uh, forward, it is going to be don't force things. Take what God gives you on your property and enjoy it more rather than forcing it, sitting in my stand, watching mallards work my property, and whining to myself about not getting a deer. Really, Jeff? Really? You had that many birds around and you sat there and worried about trying to get a deer when the deer weren't honestly there. So that's my plan for next year. Uh, But the year is not done. I've got at least uh, two more duck hunts in me. I'm hoping that uh, it's not just mallards. I'm hoping my other property has some different birds on it. I'd like to get some different mounts for my hunting camp. I'd like to get some that aren't just uh, what we normally have, which is teal, mallards, and wood ducks. All great ducks, but I really want to get myself a nice pintail. I want to get myself widgeon. I think they're probably already been through the area by now, but we'll see if we can get a couple of stragglers. But that is what we are planning on doing this year. Uh, With our podcast, it's like anything else. We love getting comments. Let us know how your season went. 
sportingdogtv at gmail.com. Let us know if you have questions you'd like answered specifically on the podcast, whether it be hunting, training, or a uh, hunting tip type related question. Go ahead and throw it out there. I might not have all the answers, but I will try to give you as honest of an answer as I can. Just email it over and we will try to use it while we're on the air. I think we can actually do questions that people leave as voicemails, but I will honestly say I do not know how to do that yet, so maybe I'll try to do that in the off-season from hunting is figure that out. So again, our water, our waterfall season uh, went good. Funny, I shot a lot of ducks. I shot zero geese. Zero. Which is kind of crazy. We normally will shoot a few ducks, or a few geese in with our ducks, but this year, I don't know what it was, there were geese around, they just did not work. So, it was uh, fun, uh, duck-wise, what did we shoot? We shot a merganser, Brad Heidel, shot a merganser, Brad, Brad, he probably wouldn't admit it. Uh, we shot green-winged teal, we shot blue-winged teal, we shot uh, wood ducks, and we shot mallards. We did not shoot any other kind of birds. So that is interesting for me. I'm hoping the last week again here, which is at the tail end of the season, the last couple of days, maybe we will pop a couple of different types. But overall, it was a fun year. Uh, I don't think we had a hunt where we didn't get at least six birds, which in Wisconsin, that's a great hunt. And you know what? If you're getting six birds, I always look at it as it's not what you get. You like to get some birds, but at least if you get enough, you can make a, a meal with them. That is, uh, that is always fun. I worked on a lot of different recipes this year. I can honestly say with a straight face that the kids asked for more uh, duck meals because they liked how I was cooking the meat. So that is something that I think we'll focus on here later into the year, uh, some different recipes for our wild game. And overall, the dogs did great, had a lot of fun, fixed some breaking issues I had with the dogs early. Looking forward, my season is not done. Uh, pheasant hunting, Wisconsin, you're pretty much shooting release birds. So I don't go pheasant hunting until all the other honey is closed. I will do a couple of uh, preserve hunts here with friends and the kids and probably get a bunch of pheasant meat stacked up and just get the dogs out and run with them and have fun. Later in the podcast, we're actually going to talk about uh, how I go into the, I guess, hunting season uh, 2.0 once we're doing uh, preserve hunts. And uh, some for our training tip, we're going to talk about a method that I use when I am doing my, my upland hunting uh, that will help you in the field. So again, back to our season this year. It was a great year. I know in Wisconsin overall, it was pretty solid. I think what helped us in a lot of ways were we didn't have a lot of standing sheet water in the fields. We were flooded. We still got some storms there in the fall that just, oh man, just knocked our properties out for deer. Um, made the waterfall harder to hunt. When you have a lot of water, at least where I hunt, it's harder to pattern the birds. Uh, we have on our one property that we just bought, there's a lot of rice, a lot of arrowhead. And it went from where you could predict where the birds were going to be and set up lines to the birds could land anywhere. So there wasn't a concentration of birds. So it made it more difficult that way. Um, hoping next year uh, we have uh, normal water levels. I think then we can definitely learn more on how to hunt the property and be more successful. Um, the other property that we have uh, that we've owned for a few years, we had great bird numbers there. That wasn't as flooded to the point where there were too many options for the birds. It's just it was too flooded for deer. So on that one, uh, we found a couple of our ponds that had 
feed that we put in in the past uh, that we planted. I'm going to definitely plant some more into these uh, into these ponds this year. And I am going to try to stick some of this into our other ponds uh, because it really worked out well. We had some neat stuff uh, that was planted years ago, celery, sago pond weed, uh, some other things. And the birds, I think that's why they were in there. Uh, we had one pond that we have now named the glory hole because of how many hunts we got out of it. Uh, I know we planted a lot of different things in there. So we're going to go back in, plant some more stuff in to our other ponds and try to give us uh, some really good hunts that, one, the nice part is they're only ours, so we're only going to hunt them so we can manage them. And what we would do is hunt them like every five to seven days. And two, just give us more options so that when we're not hunting five to seven days on one pond, we have another pond to hunt and we can have multiple quality hunts. Again, we are going to have more in this podcast uh, coming up in a little bit. We're going to talk about how we go into our upland season with our dogs. And we're also going to talk about in our, in our training tip or our hunting tip, that will be our training tip, our upland exercise, and then our hunting tip how to handle your dogs on some upland hunts that people probably don't think of. So stay tuned for that coming up after this. This part of the podcast is brought to you proudly by Mech Outdoors. Hey, welcome back to the show. So we're going into the latter half of our hunting experience with the dogs this year, and it is to the point where we do uh, hunts at game farms, for pheasants and chuckers. In Wisconsin, there's not really a wild population of pheasants left that are huntable. Now, most of the birds that you're shooting, uh, the Department of Natural Resources are releasing. I usually will go through my waterfall and deer seasons, and then once I am through those, then I go to where I'm going to shoot release birds, which are at game farms. Pretty much the same birds, fun experience, great to get out. So that is what I am looking forward to. It is going to be an interesting one because I've got one dog that has not hunted uh, upland at all, Tank, and Ace who has had only a few hunts under his belt. So it'll be like taking two puppies out there. I'll take them out, get them some experience, get them on some birds, let them have some fun. I've got my two boys and uh, my son's girlfriend that we will take out. I'm also planning a trip with a college friend that I haven't gotten a chance to hunt with in several years. Uh, we're probably going to do a full weekend where we go out and do a couple of days do some cookouts, just reconnect and hang out. But I really like what I call winter golf, which is where you're going to uh, pheasant clubs and you're putting birds out. You can uh, get yourself a drink after, bite to eat. It's just fun because it gives you a low-pressure atmosphere. One of my favorite hunts is an upland hunt because you don't have to be quiet. You've got the dogs out, give each other crap if you miss birds. You can uh, really hoop it up as you're, as you're in the field. It's just a fun time for me and a fun time for the uh, for the people that are with you, but also a fun time for the dogs. Great chance to get them in shape as we're going into our uh, hunt test season. Uh, we've got the spring grand coming up. Both Ace and Tank now have one pass, so hopefully one of them or both will get their uh, their title. And uh, we'll have them in shape, have them uh, so they're, they're not just sitting on the couch all, all winter. And it'll, it'll just be a fun experience for all of us. I hope if you haven't tried uh, going out to some of the local game farms in your area, give it a try. It's a hoot. You usually have uh, pretty good cover. It's a lot of fun. 
it's not like where you're hunting out west where you, to, where you have to have blockers. They're not wild birds, so they're not running out of the field as bad as they would uh, where you're hunting wild birds. Low pressure and uh, usually just a really, really good time. So that is what our plan is for the latter half of our hunting season. Uh, next on the show, we're going to talk about a strategy you can use when you're hunting in the field, whether it's for wild birds or for uh, at, at a game farm, but strategies that you can use that I have learned with my dogs coming up after this. This portion of the podcast is proudly brought to you by Boucher Automotive in Janesville, Wisconsin. So on today's hunting tip, I guess this could be a training tip as well, but more of a hunting tip because when you're out in the field on an upland hunt, it's important to understand how to hunt your dogs as a handler. I know everyone thinks it is just letting your dogs run back and forth across the field and flush birds, but a lot of times you will see large groups of people with one or two dogs and they're marching through the field at a fast pace. You're missing birds you got to slow down and let the dogs work. I always, I will tell people at times, hey, just stop. Let the dogs work. If you are marching through the field really fast, one, if the dog quarters by, they might not even get the scent of a bird that ran back through the line because the bird ran back through the line further back where the dog couldn't even cross its path. So you're going to lose birds that way. And the other thing is you're pushing dogs along to the point where they will think they have to stay in front of you and if the bird takes a right or left-hand turn, they might not catch it. So if you just slow yourself down, let the dogs work, trust the dogs, you will have more success in the field. And again, this is for release birds. This is for wild birds. I have too often myself and too often seen others that are pushing hard through the field and they're not letting the dogs work. Again, if it was just about getting in a field and doing a driven pheasant hunt where we're pushing the birds ourselves... Hey, that's great. You don't need the dogs. But we have the dogs out there for a reason. They're finding these birds that are coming up at your feet when you can't even see them. They are finding these birds mm -hmm. that we wouldn't be able to follow ourselves. So that would be my hunting tip for you is be a better handler. Slow yourself and everyone else down. Keep everyone in a straight line and let the dogs work. I hope that helps. I hope you get out on some great upland hunts yet this year. Thanks for listening to the show. Tune back in real soon for new episodes of Sporting Dog Adventures. Thank you so much again, and God bless. Sporting Dog Adventures, run, boy, run. Everything you need.